I like how I have a mental image of like a giant angel dick ejaculating directly into Crofton's eyes, while I assume he's also masturbating. It's a horrid, horrid image. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Uh, random topics, unrehearsed conversations, and quality reviews. I am the 4K HDR resolution tele- flat screen TV of this podcast. My name is Mike Hodgins. Yeah. And of course, with me is the is the high-def original plasma flat screen TV. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz. Yo, Bo, yo, yo, what is up? Bringing the pixels to the show. Indeed, and of course, the one and only black and white cathode ray tube television, Croft and Steers. CRT in the his house. That's a Get bad television. Ray. You know there's lead in those. Uh, yes. They're, they're toxic waste. Also, very heavy, bubble screen, watched during my childhood. You know what? I'm nostalgic. I'll go with it. It's, it's, no, H- it's no HDR 4K, I'll give you that. Well, that's what they say about me. Um, how are you guys doing today? Doing good, I, doing I, good. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing real fine there, uh, real fine. My wife, it was her last day at work today, um, and uh, now she's off on maternity leave, so baby could come anytime now. Actually, at the rate Bo publishes these episodes, baby will definitely be born by the time you're listening to this. Hmm. <laughs> you like a Damn it, you're breaking the fourth wall. The episode's released mostly on time, guys. Right, I've been right, kind of right. bad of late. It's true. No, nah, it's okay. I mean, you know, there's a there's a live version, and then there's a you know released after the fact version. And it's not your leisure. It's good. We're not a timely. We talk about topics that are timeless. You know, like democracy and esports and flip flops. Yeah, and first They'll person shooters. Begin. It's true. Yeah, They'll be there. That one. Uh yeah, so uh, how you guys I've, doing? How you guys doing? I've got something. Uh, I just uh, I've been working on, as I said before, working on this house. I've been renovating my house for like two years, and I just finished the basement, and it turned into an Airbnb suite. And I'm nice. excited to have some random guests come and stay in my house. So and it looks gorgeous. Any, lis- and any listeners out there find themselves in Ottawa, Ottawa, Canada? Is that the basement of your old house? No, my current house, the one I live in. Oh, it's, the one it's you're like actually basement, in but now. It's a oh, interesting. Basement. That's crazy. Weed Walk. basement. Yeah, it walks out onto a park. I didn't, nice. real, I didn't realize it was that one. Uh, I thought it was maybe the last house you were in. So that's cool. It's nice. That place is awesome. If you want to live in Mike's basement, now you can. Do you can. have a URL? Maybe a listener would like to stay there. It's only, yeah, maybe. what is that's it, what $59 it a night? Uh, right now, this is a discount. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm charging, yeah, 55 That's or $59 Canadian folks, so like. Canadian. $20, $20 US or something. $10 US. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what the exchange rate is. Exchange right rate is like ridiculous. Because like, I, I have a, when I have my money in my PayPal account, and someone's like, oh, it's $50 Canadian. And I look and it's like deducted $10. Did you, did you <laughs> guys, like, oh. speaking of Canada US stuff, did you guys, uh, this is like Donald Trump was always like to talk about his trade deficits, that US has a trade deficit with all these countries and this big news story came out where he admitted that he lied to justin trudeau our prime minister by saying that there is a trade deficit like and then he said i just made it up i didn't know if there was a trade deficit and then apparently there isn't they actually have a trade surplus with us uh, but he just made up that there wasn't because he just makes up facts and i'm like that, that reminds on, me Chuck. oh yeah oh. that that reminds me in pro wrestling there'll be two characters that will be like you know slagging another character expecting that they don't watch the show or see them on live tv he's like oh i'm glad that justin trudeau's out of the room hey everybody i just told that stupid idiot that we have a trade deficit we have a trade (laughs) surplus i didn't even know this is what i told him that he's too stupid to know he'll Uh, never hear this right (laughs) No, I, I I saw it. Now we've dated this podcast. We oh, have. Spe- and we're about to get our own Donald Trump here in our province of Ontario. Brother of former crack-smoking mayor Rob Ford. 
Doug Ford, his brother, is now maybe going to be our premier. So we have our own Donald Trump. I like like how, because usually people put like an adjective in front of your name for the thing you're best known for. Like... That's what he's best at. Crack smoking man. Crack smoking. That's his. The thing he's most well known for is being brother of the crack smoking mayor. The thing he's next most known for is dealing hash. Oh, yeah. But he said he didn't want to talk about stuff he did in high school. That's that's ages ago. I I guess he must have only graduated when he was forty and failed like twenty times. I know. I know we brushed over the B&B stuff real quick, but I just want to point out how this is going to be a defining moment on this podcast, this episode, because oh. I have I have talked about how I have a, an upcoming child. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know that by the time we record the next episode of the show, likely I will have a child or maybe. Um, and so there'll be tons of stories moving forward about my other child. And this is the last time that that other child won't be around. And it's also the last time Mike will not be operating an Airbnb. And you know that we're going to hear tons of stories in the future about his Airbnb tenants. Uh, I know. I think that's a bad policy. No, it'll be after that. He's like, oh, I just had some Airbnb tenants. There's all sorts of stuff on the wall. I don't know what it is. I got one of those blue lights, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) It's going to make for great conversation, but it will be very disturbing. I think most people just want to stay in a place and see the city they're staying in. But whatever. I guess some people are crazy. Oh, Mike. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. You ever stay in an Airbnb? It, I've stayed in an Airbnb and I didn't destroy the place. I didn't realize you had to. What? Maybe next time I'm in there, I'll be like, before I leave, oh shit, I didn't wreck the walls. I better put some holes in the wall before I'm out of here. You fool. Airbnb styles. For me, it's as soon as it's a basement, then I know that I should probably, you know, yeah, urinate on the walls. Yeah, sure. Um, so, look at the pictures. Are you in your basement right now? I am. No, Crofton. There's beams of light. Crofton, are you in your basement? Oh yeah, I'm in my basement. But is that, I so is it, that so yellow I, I see in the behind you your pee? No. Oh, I it's, I I live here. It's not like I'm renting an Airbnb. Whatever. <laughs> I live here too. Hey, I just um, love people stay in it. I just wanted to add one more thing before we move on to a topic and the actual show content. Uh, but mm-hmm. as part of this, but but when we started this show, I don't believe any of you had children, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Actually, it was years before we had children. And and we'll be do, we'll years. be doing this. It was 2013 when we started. We'll we'll have been doing this for five years in July, which is soon. Yeah, we we, we had a year of doing this before we entered into parenthood. Yeah, so all oh, those were the plus. days. But uh, you, you know what's kind of would... nice is that you can look at these videos and this document as a record to give to your children and that they will totally not listen to. Although maybe when oh, you're dead they will. That okay. gives me a good seg, Bo. I'm working on, and I'll officially un- unveil it on this show. But I'm working on a. You remember Ryan Murphy who guested it on this show one time, and we should totally have back. Incidentally, well he. Um, he and I are working on a, a parenting podcast. So I think that'll be great in terms of being a record of like ridiculous parenting stories. I'll be like telling some sort of story about Gwen that week. There's a lot of funny stuff that happens, but you don't, you know, I'm not going to bore you with it, Bo, because you hate children. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want them, but I don't hate them. Um, interesting. So you're, you're at the point where you're ready to announce yet? Like that's no well it's not official but I'm just saying I'm working <laughs> on it. Well, get okay. working. Well now you're committed in case you know you find out. Yeah, you put it out in the public domain. In like oh, 3 years oh, we're going to be oh, like hey, Crawford, what happened GDP to that listeners will be like where's the podcast? What happened to that parenting podcast? You're like oh parenting got in the way of doing the podcast about parenting. <laughs> I'm about to have a child too so All right. maybe one of those things will happen. Speaking of something happening on the show, Mike. <laughs> Would you, Final. Would, you like to, would you like to carry us to our main topic? Yeah, let's let's do uh, uh, so. Uh, for anyone new, because you never know, this, every every episode is an episode. Possibly a new person is listening for the first time. That tweet I sent out today <laughs> promoting today's show is sure to get one or two curious listeners. Um, so we have a a machine that we keep in Mike's garage. Actually, it's powered by diesel, and 
it it's it was designed to pick topics at random so the whole thing was engineered before like computers and fancy stuff to produce random topics but of course it's been updated since then it's got a little ticker and everything but it's so, mostly arcane technology so what you're about to hear is like mike's gonna go pull the flip the thing and rip the choke or rip the uh, pull cord and start it up so there's the sweet sound <laughs> listen to that thing go <laughs> and it creates a lot of exhaust so mike actually smoked all right smoke uh, see he inhales the smoke I was exhausted just listening to that. Oh, well, because you've been doing this for five years, it's not new to you, but it's new to somebody. Well, we're gonna do this every episode. You know what? Sometimes I wish we had what this topic is about today. Time travel—that's a topic we could go back and redo (laughs) our first episode. Actually, this is is interesting. I was thinking about time travel this week. By the way, awesome topic. Already off the bat, I like topics like this. Time travel among them. Um, I like it too, but remember, yeah. I also like science. So, so, so that well, science is this, often a damper. Yeah, on... listen to this. So, it, this isn't good, but tragically, we lost Stephen Hawking this week. Uh, noted scientist, it, and yeah. and you know, I mean, I was going to say tragic, but I'm like, it, it's shocking that he lived that long. No, the man I, had I know. ALS for 50 years, like that's unheard of. It's true. It's true. It, he did pretty it, it well. Is, like, he did pretty well, and it was a good thing. I don't. I don't mean that. It's just I say. I say it's sad because I might start making light of him and laughing at him a little bit in, in, I think, a positive way. But the one thing that I did hear about, and I think you told me this too a long time ago, is he actually held a party for time travelers. And he, like, spent a bunch of money throwing this party. And he said, if time travel exists, they'll have heard, because I'm, you know, a notorious figure. They'll have heard that I held a time travel party. So I'll promote the time and put it in the history books as much as I can, put it on blast. That way time travelers, if they'd like to confirm that time traveler is a thing for the purpose of sciences, they will time travel to this time and come to the party. And he spent, I don't know how much, but an inordinate amount on this party. It was a very formal party. <laughs> no one awesome. showed up. What? Oh, No time oh, travel, I'm folks. Sure. He said Stephen Hawking is a genius. He's like, you know, and like, yeah, so I guess we're going to start this off with a sober note that I actually believe, but I don't want to believe, is that time travel, at least going back, impossible. Yeah, it's like, it's one, and it's like, it's so, it's so kind of brilliant, that party thing, because it, it is, it is, you get into this paradox where it's like, where it's like, yeah, it, like, if there was time travel, we'd already know about it, uh, because someone would have traveled back. And then we'd know, uh, unless they were like, you know, like, uh, what is it? You know, in Star Trek, the next generation where they don't interview, interfere with primitive, co- the prime directive, uh, the prime you know, directive. They have the, um, they have somebody the, would have fucked that up. They have yeah, the... someone would have fucked it up, but imagine they had a really robust, like time traveling prime directive where you go back and you must be fully integrated and no one can know, you know, but even so that would have been fucked up for sure. And there would have been some rogue asshole who would have been like, you know what? I'm going to fuck up everything. Here I go for the future, everyone. And then the whole world would have exploded. Well, that's what I think that's what Star Trek generations was about. Right. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell was waiting a whole bunch of time in order to travel through a time thing and change the course of history because his planet got blown up or something like that. And William Shatner, James T. Kirk had to stop it. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, but then he met Cap- that's how Captain Picard and Kirk got to band together because they were in the Nexus battle. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh like, so <laughs> that's the, the premise of time travel. Like, everyone knows the morality tale around time travel is there's one point to time travel, and that's to change something about events that occurred like what else would you use it for well everything's shitty uh, in the past things have gotten better for humans for the most part oh i can't believe i'm gonna do this but actually another point of it is is in star trek they use the uh the hollow deck to recreate certain eras in a tourist type manner to do like robin hood or some sort of shit like that so it's not necessarily to there is the whole changing thing, but I I firmly believe that if tr- time travel was a thing, one of the main business prospects of it would be to do historical tourism and stuff like that. You, right? you ever wondered what cholera was like? We'll take you right <laughs> Look, back. There's a bunch of people dying, and then some people show up with McDonald's wrappers and just eat their food and throw it all <laughs> over the ground. And they're like, those people are dying for the. 
<laughs> they're like, help me. And, it's just but, funny because it's such it's such a, like it's such a uh, what do you like a common trope in sci-fi, and and it's so appealing, like like as a concept to want to write like a time travel story because it's got it's all mixed up with paradoxes and. And like mind fucks of like, well, if this happened then, but then, uh, you know, it, you, it's like if you're writing fiction in sci-fi, it just draws you to want to write about it. But it's just, but it only goes so far be- because because you create these these nonsensical problems that there's no solutions for, right? Like the whole if you, you go back grandpa. in time and change something, and when you are you even able to return? Do you return to the new future? Do you disappear in the past? Like. Well, it, it wasn't it, there that, like, what I was just saying, like, it, I think there's a common thing where it's like, if you go back in time and shoot your grandfather before your your father was conceived, that's a paradox, because if you do that, well, then you would never existed, so how could you have done it? And, and it's just a cyclical loop right, of, like, right. okay, it's a paradox, and that's, like, the whole problem in a nutshell. And, if again, if it did happen... And, and there's all these other things where people like, but there's, you know, people will talk about like, oh, well, there's quantum, um, you know, they talk about in a lot of stuff in quantum, where there's only parallel universes. There, right. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of scientific theory which says that there's a real likelihood that there's an infinite amount of parallel, almost identical identical universes. And that, you know, if you start dabbling in time travel, well, it's like, oh, you're just creating new, there's an infinite parallel universe just created a new one so you never mess up a timeline but it just it seems unlikely Where's that the, that's 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 got to fit in some kind of space somewhere like that the, the thing is it's like so we look at it as a different plane of existence when, when you're when you're looking at these branching paths they don't exist concurrently in our space they exist in some other space like we can't see but is it in our space like where is it physically because you know physical matter does play an important role in all this and so but i think when they're when they're when they talk about this and some of this is based on i mean the parallel universe thing is it they'll do this there's this famous experiment with um uh particles called the two slit experiment or something like that where they where they can fire one particle at a time through a slit and uh, it makes these different kind of wave patterns. Anyways, Google it if you want to read the full thing. The two-slit experiment is very interesting. But basically, like, they can get it down so they shoot one particle, but then it's behaving like there's other particles interfering with it. And their thing was that the only explanation was that there's particles in another dimension, like, right next to it that are interfering with particles. And this, so there's, like, real-world real science, which says there are parallel dimensions hmm. but like hmm. these are this is all just sort of speculation in theory so so if we're to jump into being like is this a thing that in time travel you can actually go to these yeah i just don't think so personally uh it's it's much but tra- time traveling to the future yeah. is sort of possible yeah but now we uh, we i mean crofton i'll let you jump in here in a second but i think mostly we're gonna have gotten these sobering real world facts mostly out of the way that it's not likely or we're nowhere near figuring that out it doesn't look likely um it's, it's really it's a really good fiction device <laughs> you know it makes for great stories but um... and that and that's true and like it is funny because you guys touched on on some of the movies and and stuff i think of movies in particular and like uh like oh, oh, one recently enough I watched was uh, Ryan Johnson's Looper, oh, uh, which Ryan we, his name is Ryan. And but uh, but there was also um, three of my favorite all times are Back to the Future, <laughs> mm-hmm. Groundhog Day, and Twelve Monkeys. All like and when I say favorites of all times, I'm talking favorite movies of all times, not favorite time travel sci-fi movies. They just happen to have. <laughs> That element. Like, my top 10 favorite sci fi time travel movies are like are, all the well, ones that were ever made. <laughs> no, but no, there's a lot that were made in some of them. Like, there's there's hard sci fi, more like in the 12 Monkeys, or or where it's the clear plot device, like, uh, like uh, Back to the Future. But, like, in Groundhog Day and in many others, there are essentially romantic comedies. There are movies in many ways that my mom would watch. She hates sci fi, but she would be like, it's such, it's like, it's a conceit that's there. But it's more about, you know, the characters and how they grow and stuff like that. But what I find so interesting about it as a narrative concept for fiction and stuff 
is is the layers that it can be given. It can be played for laughs. You can totally e- easily play it for laughs. Um, it can be played for 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 drama or for character development, as what Groundhog Day does. Groundhog Day is about one man who just keeps waking up over and over in the same day. And what's interesting is everybody else restarts that day. They have no memory of whatever, but he takes with him anything that he learned that day, anything that whatever, he's just doing it again and doing it again. So he like learns to play piano and is good at it the next day. Like, but, but it is, it is interesting when you think about it, you're like, okay, what would happen? You know, like maybe that's how somebody like me comes to being like somebody who's so good at so many things. It's just because like, I'm reliving these days. Like when we did, these podcasts and i'm always the best one it could be because i'm like in a time loop and you guys are just doing it one time and i've done it like 15 times before you're like you need probably another 15 or 20 there crofton to get it honed in (laughs) oh jesus i knew you were going to say that but but like so even like i mean it is fun and is plot device and stuff but it's it's sort of like why would you really want to do it you know go back in time like what's the What's the point? Well, you uh, got a couple of. I mean, let's 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 do a little thought exercise and say, hey, it's possible. You can go back in time. What would you want to do? The first thing I think of, I'm like, all right, give me give me some lottery numbers. Let's go. Let's win that. <laughs> Just swip. a little so hand pops. Personal, personal per, like, a little rich, hand pops through the per portal, like, and the my own arm is there. I don't even go all the way back in time. I just stick my arm a week in the past, and I poke my head out and I say pick these numbers and i'll be like oh i know what this is i'm getting a hint and then win the lottery and then it's you know, funny because like right. you pick the thing that is the most self like that yeah lo- so right. totally selfish thing whereas i was gonna say like people as i was saying that someone would be like oh you go back in time and kill hitler you know like that's like the, the famous thing. one yeah but even that it's funny because even that it's like it's like go back in time and kill it. like there are people there are people tried to kill hitler Already, I'd still be I'd <laughs> I mean, still be stuck in Hungary. My parents, my parents no, but, would have never immigrated after. No, but like I mean, he was people tried to assassinate him, and like no, but it almost you worked. You kill him when he's like a kid. You don't go back and kill him. When he's <laughs> kill him at the height of his power. You go back yeah. when he's like an infant, and sta- you know, like it's. I know it's killing an infant, but it's Hitler as an infant. It's okay. <laughs> but then it's like, see, it's funny. I'm saving. Like, I'm killing one baby stuff, and saving three million people. But it'd be like, see, because I would say that that is immoral. Like, if you were to do that and be like, but he's going to become Hitler, and be like, he's not, he's not that Hitler yet. Definitely, you like, definitely watch you Star Trek, do. right? Like, I mean, he's a baby. That's, you're totally right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's more like maybe he what made, made him that way help him help him choose a different path or like. Oh, so maybe good. the thing to do would be to tutor him and try and save him. Well, but the point being, it's kind of like, you know, it's funny people get into this. You want to go back and rectify all these problems with history, whereas it's it's almost it just makes me think a lot like, but why don't we instead just learn from this shit? You know, it's like, like, oh, if we go back in time, you can fix all these mistakes. It's like, why don't we just learn from the past instead of trying to go back and change it and be like, uh, probably because it personally affected you in some way, like if. If I felt personally affected by a big event, I'd feel incentivized to to do something if I had the power to do it. If you don't care that much about it, then you'd probably say something like what you're saying, right? Yeah, and you get into these situations like like Bo's right about your question to what would you do, right? What would you do? Like, because my my answer, if you ask Crofton as an early teen, he would go back to the Middle Ages, which he thought were awesome and realize how shitty they are. Is in terms of in terms of like tourism, and then you ask him like maybe he's a young adult, and he would say something like "Go and kill Hitler" or whatever. But now it's interesting because it's like so. My dad, I've talked about this on the show before. He died because he got Alzheimer's, right? So let's say we're in the future and the cure for Alzheimer's existed. Maybe I'd be incentivized to go back to before he needed it and give him that cure. Now it's a total selfish thing on my part. Maybe that's it. Right now, for me, though, like if I could go back in time, I would go back while I'm an adult, a 38-year-old adult, and go have a conversation with him when he is like maybe 45 or whatever, as I remember him being when I was – and learn – learn things about both like what he was thinking as an adult and like all the sort of conversations that I never had because he developed Alzheimer's before I was at necessarily the maturity level to have them. Right. Again, though, as much as I'm like, it sounds like, wow, that sounds like a great movie, Crofton. Um, 
it 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 uh, it's selfish, right? Self, there are self interested reasons. My self interested reasons have now changed from doing some awesome, you know, time travel tourism to like you know a personal element of self interest, right? Uh, and that's going backwards. That's not even talking about going forwards because mm -hmm. then there's that that curiosity level about like, well, you know, you can you can go forwards and see like what your kids are up to or what they're doing. You can go and find out maybe how you died. Like if you go forward, you know, like uh, those sort of things that would have morbid curiosity. So I understand all the reasons, but bear in mind that all the reasons involved in wanting to do time travel, and probably this is the same with wanting to do anything, are self-interest, right? Like they're self, they're, you want to do it for, ye, for you. Um, and well, if, yeah. if, if you said, oh, I want to do this for everyone, I want to go kill Hitler for like the betterment of us now or something like that. Then, but, but it's like, interesting, like, all those points you've made are all, like, quite interesting ones where you're, like, you know, you think some, like, you're talking about your dad and what, you know, having a conversation with him as a, as a young man while you're a young man and can, you know, that's really interesting. And everyone thinks of stuff like that or, like, or your grandparents, per se, that you maybe only had a, what were they like when they, you know, that's very interesting. And it is selfish. And it, But it also just sort of, like, I find this stuff interesting in the sense that I'm I'm equally curious about those kinds of things and, it sounds intriguing, yeah. but 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 at the same time, I kind of just brush them off because more and more, like as I get older, I'm more just comfortable being, you know, it's just like, well, this is just, I'm just here, you know, I'm, you know, thinking about those things is like, it's like this kind of angst, you know, or things that you might change about your own youth, you know, like if you go back to when you were like a teenager, something like, you know, nudge yourself and they're like, hey, why don't you go on Susie to the ball? Like you didn't have the guts to do, you know, like or something like that to, to change things. You, but I feel like that all talks about stuff that we we spend too much time uh, regretting and thinking about things about the past or the future. When really the only thing that the only thing that's ever real, and this is a whole all around this whole time travel. The only thing that's real is the present. Everything else is just it's not it's not happening. You know, it's uh, only things happening is right now. And it's so interesting that we spend so much time focused on the past, focused on the future, uh, and not so much time just being where we're at. And and I think in in, in fiction and stuff and, and thinking about this kind of stuff, uh, like I think it shows that, that our society spends a lot of time in these other places. And we talked a little bit about mindfulness in one of these past podcasts. And I think that's kind of what that gets at too, just being like, look, you're just, you're here now, be present, be here. And it's sort of like the, but there's the allure of this time of time travel, whether it be for mm -hmm. personal reasons or curiosity reasons, is just like people are, you know, drawn to it so much. But yeah, like um, one of the things too that's interesting about time travel, like narratively speaking, in fiction, time travel usually involves like um, your corporeal self moving along a timeline. To a different point but what if time travel you know sort of uh like you know like a genetic time travel where you would you know become more youthful right like and you would move back in time based on you like i'd be down for that maybe you know if i could retain some of my mind i guess you wouldn't like you don't want to just push rewind but the sense of like you know recapturing youth or fast forwarding an awkward stage of your life perhaps uh, is also appealing I don't know. There's kind of no point to try but, time travel, right? Like, well, but it's funny because even that stuff, you're just like all these things. Like, even you know, like go back in time and tell your younger self about something. But it's like you wouldn't be the person you are now if you didn't do all those things that you did when you were younger. You know, it's a good and point. if you can get to a place where, you know, and I feel privileged and happy to be at this place where I'm really happy with who I am and I like who I am and I like I'm content with my life. It allows me to like let everything go about the past and be like, well, all those things, maybe I do have regrets about, but I, I let them all go because I'm like, well, I like who I am now. So I had to do those things to get me where I am. So, you know? 
I'll play devil advocate, devil's advocate on this point a little bit because I do think that like to be like, oh, be in the present, enjoy the present and all that. I think that's all great and good. But that has to do with all the information that we already have about the past. Because you also said like learn from the past, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well, that's that's important. The time travel that we do now is essentially having access to history and access to all these things. If we did not have that, because at many times in human history, there was very very little like you may you might have known to your grandfather's information you didn't definitely didn't know about say charlemagne's time or whatever like like we essentially do now we have all that information and it's now even being made more accessible due to things like the internet and stuff so like we're facing we have a ton of we have a ton of information it's not time travel per se, although you can argue the virtual time travel. Now, if you go on Google Maps, you can go to like an, a, a neighborhood and you can go through like different years. They did Street View or whatever, and you can already see sort of the progress. At one point, that's going to be ridiculous, right? And and, um, and so like there is, there is a value there to inform sort of us moving forward. And the fact that I can access all that is really, really cool. So, so then it's like, Right now, in the present time, I can access all that. So that's great. But what if I could access even into the future? What if I could keep going? Or what if I could access, what if instead of going to Street View, I could actually like teleport back to that time? I definitely see what the what the appeal is. Um, and and, and uh, while I, I value like making, learning from my mistakes and, and all that sort of stuff, I, I still can see why people would pursue time travel or things like it to for everything from information preservation to to just like sort of experience you know getting other uh, other types of experiences because you can get other types of experiences through through like imagine if you could go back and do these things or whatever or see them in in live action people are trying to replicate that with all sorts of virtual virtual things now and i think i think that there's an interest there i'm not saying that if i could make time travel a possibility by snapping my fingers i would because i see all the dangers associated to it and all the things that could possibly go wrong but i definitely see the appeal it all ties into selfishness selfishness though it's appeal for me personally i like to use all these things personally well, and that's, I think they, that keeps coming up as a thing. And I think that's a pretty big component of it. Like you, you want to do it just because, just because you want to. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit about, about going forward time travel, because what's interesting about that, like Crofton, you talked about like a kind of a sci-fi idea, like go and see how you died or whatever. And that's, that's neat, but that's, you know, that's not possible. Um, just like going back in time is not possible, but, <clears throat> but I, I think as um, you guys probably both basically aware that it is possible to go on a spaceship like if you have a spaceship mm. most people know this is pretty basic yeah. kind of science stuff, and you can go near the speed of light that your time frame will be very different from the one say on earth so if you go in your time your spaceship and you scoot around the universe and even if you just do loops at near the speed of light for like 10 years your time and then you come back to earth it might be like 200 years have gone by and that's a fact this is this is this is this is this isn't even this is old science news, you know. Uh, this could this can happen. And what's interesting about as we're on the cusp of like a new kind of era of space flight, and as technology increases, we might get uh, spaceships that are able to go something like you know maybe not the speed of light, but maybe things like sixty percent the speed of light, seventy percent the speed of light. That's going to really change if you send people on multi-year missions to do things like if humanity conceivably is going to get to this point that you're going to have people who go off and do something for 10 years and come back and they find that their children are the same age they are now. Uh, this is real stuff that could happen. And it's really interesting uh, because it's not really science fiction I mean, or if it is, it's hard science fiction in the sense that it's totally within the realm of possibility. And that is going to have like huge social ramifications and, and weird stuff. Is it like, you know, if you're... it doesn't sound like a good thing, like there's no there's no purpose to just traveling to the future with no way back for no reason. Well, you, well no you, benefit. You, you could see the purpose being something like, say, you're a super rich person and you're mm -hmm. just like, 
and you have a lot of money and resources and you're like the world sucks like like say world war three is about to break out you're like you know what let's go let's hop on my time my time ship and set it to 90 percent speed of light and i'm just gonna go and you just hang out in the spa and do some reading for a year when you go around the solar system at the speed of light come back to earth it's now 100 years in the future you're like hey looks like still it's a desolate wasteland this sucks okay let's yeah do it well that's the year. thing is that it's a gamble you're not you have no way of knowing whether or not society rebuilds itself well or you don't but say you, but say you come back and stop every every year and it's now 100 years later and you might come back and it's like oh things are rebuilt Building. this is like this new hope and era and you land your spaceship and be like hey look at me it's donald trump here i am the most <laughs> tremendous person from the past and, and then you know you can just Man, live there so would, you can people, see that not any, everyone's going to be able to do this but some people you may couldn't be advertise able to. this i think i think if that happened like if someone stepped off a ship now and said i got on a ship during world war one and two and skipped it and now i'm back and i'm a huge they a person would be hated for for you know spending maybe a huge proportion like no one would applaud that person for coming but, back but actually but they probably they would, would because they would, the they same, would be branded same, a coward right I just, but no but you know what would happen because the same thing that was like when Crawford was talking about information like imagine that was true imagine it was 500 years in the future yeah. and one of us got on a ship and then came 500 years in the future people would be like oh whoa tell us what 2018 was like uh, we have all this stuff, this internet stuff. Tell us what it was. You know, I think there would be a curiosity in being like, oh, there's something. Like, and this could be a real thing that people will have to deal with at some point where people are going to come back to Earth and they, it's been 500 years and they've been traveling in space and they've been like, hey, I only aged 30, I aged 30 years and, and everyone I've known and loved is dead. Like, this is, again, is real. This is not, not strange then, stuff. This is real stuff. And then he said... There were very fine people on both sides. Both <laughs> sides. What? No way. I'm like, it's true. Seriously, 2017 fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, who knows? But it, again, it would be, it's it's quite interesting. It's almost like you could send human beings away as time capsules, living time capsules, to come back and be like, hey, I'll tell you what it was like 200 years ago. I mean, that's interesting stuff because it's going to, at some point, people are going to have to deal with what time travel does. And if you have children and they're not space travelers like you are. So I don't know. Like, I, It's funny, though, because it has less and less merit as we're better at rec like recording. You know, I just mentioned the Street View example, but like now we got 4K HDR video and stuff like that. We could we could have like such a detailed visual history of this current time period it, it's just going to get better better and better so like having like some dude walk in and be like hey yeah 2018 was crazy and they'd be like yeah we have a ton of footage about but, 2018 I, I mean and this is only but imagine imagine there is like a proper terrible third world war world apocalypse where where it's like almost everyone is dead it's like hundreds of years of wasteland like don't don't imagine what would be lost like everything all knowledge you know and and that could happen qu quicker than i think we you think it could and, and all of a sudden it's all gone and if you had some person who was like hey let me tell you what it was like i mean <laughs> it'd be funny if it was me and i come out and i'm like let me tell you guys what it's like so we got this internet and these computers and all this and they're like how do you make a computer i'd be like I really don't know. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was well, super amazing, though, and like we had 4K HDR, and it was amazing. And there, he's, what is that? What's, what's a TV? Can you make it? I'm like, no. Uh, well, can you hunt or fish? Not really either. <laughs> you're gonna I, feed me, right? <laughs> I I can't do much of, much of anything. You're like, you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna get back on the spaceship. Good luck, uh, guys. I'll be back. Just flying cars here. You, you know what cars are, right? No, I don't know how to make those either. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty pretty useless. What's yeah. also kind of interesting about I like I like thinking about time like a lot, and uh, I often think about especially when I'm having a bad day. I'll think about the vastness of time. Like when we're talking about some yeah. time travel stuff, it's like, oh, you go back kill Hitler. It's like, well, that's like fifty years ago. It's like the vastness of time is it's crazy like we can't comprehend it but like when you're thinking a billion years ago or hundred million years you know and, there, and that there was whole other eras of the earth 
And I, I like thinking about this stuff whenever, like, I have a, you know, say I was at work and some, and my boss would be talking about some, like, administrative bullshit that was really bugging me. And I'm like, all this fucking shit does not matter. In a hundred million years from now, no one's going to give a shit about any of the bureaucratic crap we do today. And that's true. Like, absolutely everything that we spend our lives doing will all be nothing at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's that's kind of like fine. That's just how it works. Yeah, I wonder like, if there'd be a type of PTSD you get from time travel, like even into the future. Because I know, would imagine it like, would wreak havoc on your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like I think everyone thinks they would be tough about it, but really, you, all of your social connections are gone. You're way behind culturally. Like everyone's like, "Here's a schmizzle blue," <laughs> and like I don't know how to work it. They're like, "What?" You from the past, Neanderthal? You're like, I am. <laughs> well, that was like Captain America when he's like. Exactly. When when he's unfrozen or whatever, like all everybody he knows is dead. Yeah. The war that he was fighting and devoted himself to. No, that's resolved. You know, at least they his side won. That would have really sucked to be like, yeah, the other guys mm-hmm. won. Uh, you know, like it's just, it's definitely a, would be a strenuous thing on the mind, and that's that's why that like that forward with no way back, and 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 I get the the Mike's point that it's the only logical way of experiencing anything resembling time travel would not necessarily be a desirable option for anyone. Well, I think they talked about this living on Mars thing too. Is also when we did living on when we did Mars, I think the idea was that there would be a big sort of. Um, time discrepancy or whatever for the people that went to Mars. I just want to make a quick aside because I had a funny thought about Captain America. It's like, because, you know, Captain America, he's, it's, he's about America, right? Like, it's, he's the, you know, he's named after the country. He's a patriot. Yeah. And I just like the universe that, like, no other country has it. At least no Captain USSR or Captain, like, I thought there was Nigeria. one. It was called Red something. Well, there's villains and there's other superheroes, but there's no patriot hero there's no like because i was just thinking but there's no like captain because crofton said oh it's a good thing his side won and i'm like man captain germany's probably pissed right now <laughs> he's yeah. captain germany wakes up and he's like there's no nazis oh wait there are some in the u.s so i'll go there um but Bo, you are forgetting about our canadian superhero captain canuck oh, oh good christ okay well that's one that's one sure uh, okay, uh, yeah, we'll give, I'll give you that one. But, but you know, why, before we get off on, uh, sorry, I just because it was just Captain funny to me. Captain I was thinking, what's going on with Captain Germany? <laughs> he's like, he's like I'm, nine, I'm... nine, nine. We lost <laughs> it, boy. Oh no, put me back in the ice. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, agreed. <laughs> it would be not good if Captain Germany <laughs> came to the future. It would be, he would be sad. Yes. Because he didn't win. But but what I think was interesting, when Crofton was talking about, you know, you go to the future, or you do these things, and all these people you love are not there anymore. And it's it's always interesting. Have you ever known, um, like, if you, like, I had a great aunt who died about two years ago, and she was 90... I want to say 96, pretty old. And she was like, I'm ready to die. She was like, when she would talk about it all the time, she was, she kind of wanted to die. And, and part of it was because like her time was gone. Like she, she, she just felt like everyone she loved was, she still had children, but like all her peers were gone. You know, like her era was past. And, and this is, I think is in some ways, it's not that it's super common, but like uh, my wife's, uh, grandmother, she said, would say that all the time. She's like, "Oh, I'm ready. I'm just ready to go," because once you're like out of your own time, the time that you're comfortable in. Like right now, we're in midlife. You know, we're we're totally comfortable in our societies. We have our peers, we have our friends. But then imagine, like, you live to be 100, and it's kind of like, you know, if I live to be 100 and you guys are both dead and all my friends are dead, and you know, your kids are alive, but they're doing their thing. You know, they're of a different generation, and maybe you're, at some point you're just like, ah, you know, my time's gone. And I wonder if just if you in movies they always make it seem like you just integrate well but i wonder if you just wouldn't you'd be like oh i miss i miss my time the time because we're kind of all products of the eras we we live in mm-hmm. uh the cultures that, that thrive in those eras and if you all of a sudden were in one it was even 50 years ahead you might just be like eh, it's not it's not where i feel i don't feel like myself in my own skin and, and i think that that's there's probably mm-hmm. more truth to that than you know, it's nice to just think you go into the future and, whoa, cool little stuff, and you're just like, you'd probably be like, oh, damn it, I, I miss my friends. 
Yeah. They're all yeah. gone. It, 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 like, unless you could just pop into a portal and jump right back the moment you started feeling, you know, bummed about it. Like, I think it's the coming back. It's got to, has to happen to make it actually something you'd want to do. Yeah, yeah. Because I think time travel is a permanent option. Because travel is like, not a permanent option. If you go on a trip somewhere, if you're traveling, the idea of traveling is that you're coming back to a home. Eventually, you're done. At one point, traveling comes to an end. But if you just go somewhere and you don't come back, well, you're not traveling anymore. Well, that's you know, what you... your mom. That's what your mom did, basically, right? What? What? Well, your mom travel? traveled to Canada and never returned. Well, except for a few visits, right? Well, yeah, no, she. So she. But now this is her home, right? Like yeah, this but is... but I mean, it it could be, I guess, the same thing. You go into future, and that becomes your home. But yeah, I, no, I, I get your I'm point. Just like, it's no longer time. It's at one point. It's no longer travel, right? Like it's it's you're there and you're never coming back. So it's a one one time shot. Uh, in terms in terms of the time travel, the thing about the thing about it for me that is so difficult in rendering verdicts which i know we're wheeling into is um it doesn't really exist like i mean there are ways that you can can think about it like like mike you were talking about the the being in a ship and all that sort of stuff in the late years um and that is in a way time travel but it's kind of being in different locations and time moving in different i i get it it's the closest you could get though so time travel is not technically that much of a real thing, and then and then I enjoy it a lot in fiction, right? Um, so, it, you know, like, would I eliminate the concept of time travel from fiction? Like, probably not. So, so I mean, it 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 makes it difficult for me to evaluate this topic. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious. I, I think I have my verdict. Uh, you guys have more you want to hash out on this before? I you... mean, not not in particular. Like, I think we got to the fundamentals of it. There's there. It is like so pervasive, though. There's so much of it in in fiction and in books and movies and television. Like, the idea is kind of old hat, actually, for a lot of us, right? Like, there's nothing sure. novel about it. But um, yeah, but, it does but... seem like it's such a like a like an overused device, you know? And it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's well, it's just easy to reach to, and I think because I think you don't have to know anything about science fiction to try and write a think piece about different, you know, fish out of water stories about heading into the the past. Uh, it's like that Martin Lawrence film, Black Knight, where he goes back in the past and becomes a knight of the round table. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know that's not... based on a Mark Twain. Uh, Mark Mark Twain. Yeah, wrote a book but called, I'm sure like, the Mark Twain Yankee. book is good, and I know the movie's not. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, I'm not saying the movie's not good, but I'm just saying I'm just saying it's a common like Mark Twain was writing about. Like, yeah, that. yeah, it's a common it's a common thing. The, the notion of even as just a yeah, literary when did, device. When did he write that? Because of the one I always think of is H. G. Wells's The Time Machine, which is probably around 1900 or whatever. Well, it would have been 18. Mark Twain like, would have predated H. G. Wells. Yeah, so I that that Mark Twain story must predate. The time machine. But it like, was pretty good. Like, and though it was sort of funny because I, I did read it. It's like Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court is what it's called. And uh, what's interesting about that was that he was a guy, unlike Crofton, like when you describe yourself going to the future and not knowing how to do anything, he was like quite a, an industrious person. So when he went back in time, he knew how to like make gunpowder and uh, he knew all, he knew what like a, an eclipse was and all this stuff about celestial events and. <laughs> Whereas Crofton went back to this like to this desolated future, they'd be like, "Look, look, the the the, the sun is being darkened out." And Crofton's like, "Yeah, there's a word for that. I don't know. It's probably just magic, though. I guess." And then they'd be like, "Useless." <laughs> I, I go back to the medieval ages and they're like, oh, you're from so far in the future. You must be able to tell us so much. I'm like, I can tell you so much. Just don't ask me to do anything like, uh, well, medicine. We have this plague. And I was like, yeah, oh boy, out of my wheelhouse. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, put some pepper on it or something. Do you guys I, I... have any 4K TVs around here? <laughs> like, I didn't study history much, but uh, it was around here then, right? Yeah, but Crofton can lean into his strengths and say that how are your public servants going? Can we organize our labor force here in such a way as to make it more efficient? I think that's the way I can help you. Look, I want to make medieval times great again. <laughs> how how can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> They're like to the dungeon that... with you. 
yeah. All right, let's so, get into. All right, I think we can probably go to verdicts here. So let's bring in the farm animals. <laughs> here they come. And the kazoo. And the kazoo. Order in the courts. Uh, Michael, you should go first. All right, since I seem to have a verdict. Um, so, time travel. I'm going to say... Uh, to me, there's an obvious verdict for this one, but I'm going to take a stance. It's bad. Time travel's bad. So, I'll let me break it down a little bit. Uh, you go back to the past, you're going to fuck something up, <laughs> if, if, if fiction is told as anything, you'll you'll do something and it'll screw something up, even if you thought it was a good thing. So don't mess with the past; it's not going to work. Bad. In fiction, I think it's now an overused, an overused trope, which is cheap and boring, and at this point, no longer creative. It was creative when Mark Twain did it in H.G. Wells, 150 fucking years ago, and now it's just like, okay, come on, get a, get an interesting idea, and and in terms of like. Uh, the the real possibilities of the future time travel with when people are going around at the speed of light, I think that's going to cause real issues, probably class issues and um, other sociological issues, which will probably be negative. We can't tell. So uh, that one I'm a little un unsure about, but I just think I'm going to just stand on bad. I just think we should forget about time travel and, uh, you know, there's lots we can learn about the past and speculate about the future, but really live in the now, try to, like, be at peace with that, be good with that, and you'll be a lot happier than if you're thinking about changing the past or changing the future. That's a bunch of bullshit, and it's just a waste of, waste of your time, so it's bad. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Um, I can go next, but I just have a little side thing to add because I wanted to Google what the first time travel short story or novel was. Um, and... Mark Twain's book is like 10th on the earliest on the list. The actual earliest is like this thing called Memoirs of the 20th Century. And Rip Van Winkle is among them. And A Christmas Carol. That's Time Travel and A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Yeah, but he only goes ahead like... But it doesn't... Yeah, it, we don't back. have to say science fiction. He goes, goes back. Christmas Pass. Yeah. I mean, Remember they don't deal your, with... The, it's time travel. They don't deal with the time travel as a science fiction issue. Like, how... <laughs> like, how did they get back here? Explain it to me. They're like, oh, it's a literary device. Just, just, just go with it. I'm a ghost. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say that. That's all. I was. I, I just. It w I was shocked to find a Christmas Carol on this list. But the first uh, time electrically powered machine is El Anaconopete, whatever that is. Anyways. Oh no! The first time machine is a clock that went backward. Just saying, it predates H.G. Wells by quite a bit. He popularized it, but there's quite a few works before him. Um, all right, time travel as an idea. Do I want to move around time? Look, I want to go into the past and give myself a lottery ticket and give myself a bunch of money and have the easy life. Bang, 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 bang. I'm a lazy motherfucker. Um, but <laughs> but uh, the, the truth is, if I could do that, anyone could do that. And really, why would I have to time travel to be a selfish, lazy motherfucker? Maybe I could find just some way to do this without resorting to some science fiction trope of time travel. I'd say you're doing pretty good right now. <laughs> I'm fucking broke. I need, <laughs> I'm not doing good on the you know rich. I don't even buy lottery tickets. That's how poorly I do at this. Um, but... Um, Real talk, it's it, the idea of it is very cool, and I think that's why I still approve of it in works of fiction. And I'm still not ready to throw the towel in on time travel. I still say anything's possible, it's not complete. If anything, Mike, you made it open my eyes, I would have said, Yeah, we can't do it. And then you were like, Well, there was two slits, one particle experiment that we did, and and it's like, Well, maybe it's possible, and I'd like to keep that door open. Um, so all that to say that I think time travel is bullshit, but like on the good side of bullshit. Hey, did you get a sound effect for your thing? I don't think I played it. Yeah, you did. You went, went, went. Oh, you said bad. That's right. Okay. Anyways, bullshit. <laughs> Alright, Crofton, pull your mind sure. out of the gutter and get on with it. I thought for sure Mo was gonna say good. Like I if you look at Bo's track record and his 
excitement when this topic came out. I was like, I'm astounded. That I, I still, I still like, love the topic of time travel. Well, I like the topic too. It was no, the name. no, but the difference between you and Bo is if he likes the topic, it's good. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and like he even said, it's on the good side of bullshit. Like, yeah. but anyway, kudos to him for going in an unforeseen direction. Um, for me, I will go in a very foreseen direction. Uh, so I love time travel as a tropey a, a device. I'm watching a show right now called Altered Carbon on Netflix, 4K HDR, super sweet looking. Anyway, they'll con- one of the main concepts, and it's redundant of tons of sci-fi stuff, is is that um, you know people's consciousness can get moved sort of from body to body, and they can get pretty much stuck in a freezer and then unfrozen years later. And the main protagonist comes comes forward 250 years sort of like into the future. Everyone he knows is is likely dead and all this sort of stuff. So like I've seen ton. I've seen I've seen so many time travel movies, read so many time travel books. I'm still into this stuff. So it has legs, and I find there's always different, interesting ways to make you, to make you think about things. So I, I definitely enjoy it in that realm. In terms of like if it could exist and be accessible to me, selfishly, I would love that. I would love it. Honestly, if only I could do it, that would be amazing. But the reality is that's not how it would work. Everybody would be able to do it if I can. Uh, and so, and obviously that would lead to astronomical fuck-ups or whatever. So I don't think it's it's a very prudent thing for humanity to unleash. I see the appeal of it, uh, but it's also not something that I ever, as, as the example of Stephen Hawking's party uh, proved, I think that that it's very unlikely that this is ever going to be something that goes past uh, the versions that we discussed on this show. Um, it, and so it's a nothing thing. It's a dumb, it's like a, it's a dumb literary or fictional conceit in many ways. It's fun to think about. So because of all that, I'm just going to say it's bullshit. Time travel is bullshit. And it doesn't lean on the good side of bullshit. It just sits in the middle of bullshit, in a pile of bullshit. And if you rewind time, maybe you can get out of the bullshit. But you can't because it doesn't exist. It's true. You probably would want to rewind time and not listen to the episode of this show. But it's too late for that now. <laughs> so instead of doing that, why don't you in write into us. <laughs> uh, why don't you... Uh... Uh, why don't you say you take a time tra- tra- travel to the future by writing us a letter that you can hear read on a future episode of the Good Bad or, or Bullshit podcast. We'd like to hear from you. You can send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail.com. Uh, we'd like to hear what you have to say or what you think about time travel. Um, you can tweet us at goodbadbull or you can like us on Facebook. You can, of course, find out all about the stuff at our website, goodbadbull.com. And if you haven't subscribed to the show already, please do so if you feel like it. Google Play, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And, of course, we also rely on the support of our wonderful patrons. Send us a few dollars here and there and help keep the random topic generator going. So we really appreciate the support for all you patrons and uh, if anyone wants to donate to the show you certainly don't have to it always be free but you can patreon.com slash goodbadbull um, and yeah that's about it so if you want to follow any of us uh, individually you can do so on the twitter Bo you're the most prominent twitter person where people <laughs> can follow me at Bo Schwartz on twitter that's yeah, it? That's it. That's okay. all I got. You can find me there. Am I supposed to promote something? There will be dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. Core, core heroes, uh, heroesforyou.com for the Heroes of the Storm show. The other one's the Dungeons and Dragons show. Good, bad, or bullshit. Goodbadbull.com for the good, bad, or bullshit stuff. And um, what else am I doing? I should do something else. I don't have enough. He's busy. Uh, yeah. Oh, my stream, twitch.tv slash G0R4TH. That's Gorath, but with a zero and a four in it instead of an O and an R. Go there too. <laughs> Crofton, where would people find out what you're doing? Uh, they can follow my current twit, uh, current Twitter at Crofton Steers on Twitter, where they will notice I have very few subscribers or followers, rather. 
I would let them know that in the future I have many more, and they could be one of them. Follow me at Crofton Sears. <laughs> and I also could tell you about my future Twitter account, which would be non-existent. Uh, but at the moment, it still exists. It's uh, at ML Hodgins. You can follow me there. Or you can find my sweet Airbnb listing and stay in my basement. That would be pretty nice. I like use my canoe. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is that a euphemism? It's, it's one of the bonuses. I live by a river. That's a euphemism. That's a euphemism. Uh, it wasn't, but uh, I guess you can <laughs> you choose can to use see it that way. Ca- <laughs> you can use my canoe and swim down the river or, or boat down the river. Yeah. yeah. Does your does your rental have a uh, 4K HDR television? Oh, my uh, God. I, you know what? I, I'm getting a spaceship. I'm going to time travel to the future when 4K is done. When 4K is done, to be 5K. Yeah. But... Oh, God, I can't even imagine. Uh, do you guys hear about 5G networks that are going up? This is a total non sequitur. 5G? We are in the future. 5G is happening like... What is, I heard this so what's, thing. This that, what's, just the, so... what's the... What is the deal with 5G? Is it going to be... So 5G is 100 times faster than 4G. Uh which is what things currently are, 100 times faster. But the other interesting thing I heard about it was that uh, like a 4G cell tower can, can transmit like 10 kilometers or something like that. So you know you got to have them all around. The 5G can only transmit like 300 meters because it uses a super short wavelength. So, but they're starting to get, some cities are starting to get like, they're just putting these things everywhere because it's how like automated cars are going to work and all this Shit. Right. The future's now. I'm telling you. It's just funny because now if you connect, like I just got a new modem. When you get a new modem, like with you will get a Wi-Fi network and a and a 5G Wi-Fi network. And the only difference, so I have two Wi-Fi networks now. The only difference is the 5G is much more powerful but much smaller. So I got to be closer to the modem if I'm huh. going to use it. Huh. So how close do you have to be? I don't know. You're like, as close as an Ethernet like, cable can reach. Hey, you, <laughs> you asked Crofton a knowledge question. What were you about Bo's DMing is how much he makes random people scream extremely loud and he'll go on like, ah, ah, <laughs> like I could use words to describe it or I could just say he goes are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.